Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. I don't think uh, Rudy Giuliani took a midnight train to Georgia, but he was there. And Rudy should know that his son, Andrew, who's become a very close friend of mine, did a great job filling in for Rudy yesterday. Rudy is on every weekday afternoon at 3 o'clock and does a tremendous show. The esteemed mayor, the greatest politician in the history of New York. And uh, for some reason, which I still can't figure out, he had to face a grand jury in Georgia yesterday. And I guess answer a bunch of stuff about January 6th. I, I don't know. I don't even know. Uh, here he is, uh, my friend, the esteemed mayor, WABC personality, and all-time New York great, Rudy Giuliani. Rudy, Bernie's out today. It's just Sid. How are you, buddy? I'm good, Sid. How, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, your son was great filling in for you I, yesterday while you were in I listened, Georgia. I was able to hear some of it uh, going to the plane. I had just finished. Uh, I had just finished the testimony. And I talked to him about 15 minutes before he went on, and I was really excited for him. He's terrific. He, he really terrific. is great. He really is great, all kidding aside. So, listen, I know you can't speak about specifics. People keep asking you. You can't do that after a grand jury. Just explain one thing to me, right, like I'm sure. a first grader. Why were you there in the first place? What do they think you did? Okay. I was the attorney for – I represented Donald Trump in front of the legislature of the state of Georgia. They held three days of hearings, and they produced a rather good report from Senator William Liggett. Uh, in fact, I would say of all the legislatures, they and Pennsylvania did the best job. Nobody pays attention to it. But, I mean, they had 50 or 60 witnesses that laid out a fraud case. I mean, if you believe the witnesses. The, the, the impression that's given is that the allegation of voter fraud is made up by Donald Trump or by me or by Bannon or somebody. It's based on what people told us. I mean, in one case, I submitted 300 affidavits from 300 American citizens who themselves either were asked to commit acts of election fraud or watched other people do it. Now, you can believe him or not believe him, but that's the way testimony is in every case. So uh, I presented that to Georgia, and Lincoln wrote a report finding that the election results could not be trusted. And the, senator, the senators on his committee voted for that. And I was there, I was there three times, uh, twice well, twice there personally. And once I was there on um, on Skype, and I presented the case. So their concern is that I was presenting false information and that it led to the selection of what they call the fake electors. Now, the fake electors aren't fake at all. They're alternative electors that should Georgia change their mind would be selected to go to the Electoral College. Now, this has been done before. This was done in 1960 by Nixon. 
Nixon uh, lost Hawaii on election night, but contested it all the way up to a few days before the inauguration. And eventually, his slate was selected, even though the Electoral College had originally voted for Kennedy. So Professor Eastman's theory that he's, he's the one that they're after, basically, on the theory that he, this is like a fraud. But it isn't. It's a legitimate legal theory that you would do for any client. But Donald Trump is treated differently. Right. Everything, everything I did for Donald Trump, I've done for other clients. Probably not even as much. I mean, right. right. A lawyer argues very, very strongly. Oh, listen, I know. I live with a lawyer and Danielle, my beautiful wife. She, uh-huh. she, she, her heart is in it for these people. She really, right. really, she really believes them and tries to help them. So I would ask you this, being that you've done all this for Trump and there you are because of him, really, in front of a grand jury yesterday. Does he call you yesterday morning and say, hey, Rudy, thank yeah, you? We, he does. Yes, yes. Oh, absolutely. We're very close and uh, there's no separation between us. And the idea, some idiot O'Donnell was on yesterday and he said, well, Giuliani testified for six hours. He probably buried Trump. What a jackass. I mean, what a jackass. I, first of all, I have to tell you, I'd only be able to bury Trump if I lied. Right. He didn't do anything. I mean, I'm trying to figure out what he did. He contested an election where there was evidence that there was fraud. Uh, any person in his position, with the evidence that was given to him, would have contested the election. Of course. Of course. So what are you facing here, Rudy, if, if this uh, grand jury uh, decides, even though there's no evidence and they can bring in a million people, including you, they've got nothing. What are they? Uh, we know what they're accusing you of. What is the worst punishment you can possibly face? Well, I don't know. I don't know what I don't know. They really didn't outline. They said I'm a target, but this grand jury can't indict people. Right. It just writes reports. It's a, it's a different kind of grand jury that, than we have in New York. They would write a report if they thought somebody committed a crime, and then that would go to another grand jury. And from my impression of the questioning, I can't tell you the questions, the answers, and whatever, and the, what I did. And, and there's attorney-client privilege involved, too, so it makes it very complicated. That's the reason it took so long. Sure. Uh, I, I got a good feeling that they're going to – this is not an out-of-control situation they asked all the they, to a large extent they asked all the right questions okay good good um let me ask you about the whole raid because now we're hearing more and more from trump supporters including me uh we want to see the affidavit we want to know why merrick garland did what he did we know he did it he says hey yes i did but why did he do it so in your opinion as trump's attorney how important is it uh, even though I don't think it's going to happen, I don't think it's going to happen, but how important is it if it would happen for us to see the affidavit? Well, everything everything these people have held back contains incriminating evidence, right? The hard drive, yes. the hard drive contains thousands of pieces of incriminating information. Uh, so that they, they wouldn't, if, if this would help them, they would have put it out. And all this stuff about endangering people or nobody's getting killed in this case. This isn't John Gotti. I mean, right. This isn't, isn't terrorist. Uh, so there's no danger to the 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 informant. Apparently, is somebody that talked to Trump in the last two or three weeks before that. Uh, 
and believed there was something there that they should seize. Now, maybe that's not true. Maybe nobody talked to them, and they made that up. It wouldn't be the first time they lied about an affidavit, right? Right. They've been lying about affidavits for five years. That's why I find people kind of naive. Why would you think they lied about this? They lied about Russian collusion. Right. Right. The FBI. I mean, I, I was the guy that was accused for seven months of being a Russian agent. <laughs> I was really I wouldn't I was afraid to go to a Russian restaurant. So I thought if I went if I had Russian food, they would use it as evidence to see he likes Russian food. No, it's true. It got that silly. But, you know, here's Mike Pence yesterday, Rudy, yelling and screaming at Republicans like me and you and Bernie to stop vilifying the FBI. I'm not doing that. I think the overwhelming majority of the rank and file are great Americans looking to protect us. But whether it's Jim Colby or Christopher Ray or McCabe or Stroke or Page, we've got multiple examples of crooked, Rudy, <laughs> FBI people. Yeah, I mean, so we'll stop vilifying the people in the FBI who do it when when they stop breaking into our houses. <laughs> like uh, this is like um, this is like right before the uh, Revolutionary War when the English used to come in with what they called general warrants, and that's essentially what they're afraid of. The affidavit is either going to be very narrow and focused on certain things, but then they conducted a nine-hour raid, right? So they didn't do a focused search. They did a uh, they did a they did a fishing expedition search. That's what the nine hours indicates, right? Uh, or it's very general; it doesn't have much in it, and maybe contradicts a few things that they said. Right. But they obviously are fighting like hell not to put it out. And 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 meanwhile, they've already leaked, which tells you they're a bunch of criminals. They're not supposed to leak. All of a sudden, after Garland finishes his press conference, right, they tell us, oh, there was nuclear material. <laughs> now, I'm going to tell you why that's a loaded buoy. Uh, if there were nuclear material, this judge, who's got problems of his own, never would have made the return on the warrant 11 days. He signed it on the 5th. The FBI had all the way to the 17th to execute it. If there were atomic documents at stake right he's gonna give them 11 days no then the fbi no. indicated there was nothing important they took the weekend off right exactly they no. got it on a friday they did it on a monday and they got a suntan for two days <laughs> well look, I, listen when, when you when you talk about this and it's funny you've been very funny this morning Rudy, because it really is almost comical the fbi raid january 6th that is still a joke or the russian hoax the impeachment of donald trump and what I'm seeing here, Rudy, is all this is doing is energizing President Trump to come back a second time with a vengeance and really kick some ass. What are your thoughts on that? No, oh, no doubt about it. I mean, <clears throat> a lot of people don't realize that a lot of his decision making in running again is unlike a, a lot of other people say, well, you got to forget 2000, uh, 2020. His view and mine, too, and a lot of other people is. If you forget it, we're, we're finished. We become a country in which there are crooked elections all the time. You can't bury it. You've got to find out what happens and create laws that prevent it happening in the future. Because otherwise, they'll be stealing elections like this 
for the next 50 years the way they've been doing in Chicago for 50 years. <laughs> I mean, they're basically, they're basically trying to do to the country what they did to American cities, which has made them crooked. I mean, let's face it. Democrats run cities with record amounts of crime and that are dishonest. They're plain dishonest. New York is dishonest. Chicago is. Philadelphia is. Atlanta is. L.A.? L.A.? I mean, you've got kickback schemes all over the place. So if they're dishonest about taking kickbacks, why the hell wouldn't they fix elections, right? <laughs> you're a crook. You're a crook. I mean, think about this. You, you go all through the – you go all through three years of the phony Russian collusion scheme, which you paid a million dollars for to frame them. Then they invent the Ukrainian story, and they hide the hard drive because the hard drive would contradict it. People like that are capable of fixing an election. Oh, of course. Come on. They're, they're people. These are not nice people. No, they're not. These are not honest, nice right. people. I mean, they, 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 they break into Trump's house and were still looking for 33,000 emails that, by the way, folks, were subpoenaed. They're gone. We've got reams and reams of stuff on Hunter Biden and his family, yet the FBI puts those two things to rest, and they break into Roger Stone's house, Donald Trump's house. They put Paul Manafort and uh, Mike Flynn in prison. I mean, it is clear that the FBI runs their operation based on political bias. Uh, no, no question about it. You'd have to be uh, deliberately avoiding the truth. Not to come to that conclusion. Look, while while they're raiding uh, Trump's house for reasons they're unwilling to give us, Hunter Biden's going off on vacation right. with the president, <laughs> where some guy is paying for it. I know. They're going there. This there's a twenty million dollar house, and they're staying there for nothing. Yep. I hope they at least brought him a bottle of wine. <laughs> it's all true, but it's Ukrainian wine. I bet. <laughs> Or Russian wine, because the, the 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 Moscow wife she gave on Hunter Biden about three million dollars. Yiddish word, they like schnorrers. Schnorrers, very good, yeah. Rudy. Very good. <laughs> or or for your people, Gavones, they both work. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> hey, look, I know you're tired. You had a long day yesterday. Thank you as yeah. always for coming on with me, Rudy. I love you. I really do. You yeah, and Andrew. Thanks for thank teaching you. Andrew. You're doing a great job. Uh, <laughs> Thank You're you. a great mentor. Thank you, Rudy. Thank you. Thank All you right. so much. There he is, everybody, the esteemed mayor. I love that man. Like, I really love him. Rudy Giuliani, he's great every weekday afternoon at 3 o'clock. And his son, who he said thank you for teaching him, he's uh, become one of my best friends. I love Andrew, too.